What is good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast, man. Back at it again today, Wednesday, March 25th, man. Hopefully, all you guys are doing good out there. Stay safe. Continue to social distance yourself, man. Take all the right precautions. Um, only go out unless you need stuff. Don't go out just because you feel like you need to get out the house. If you do feel like that, go take a walk. Go clear up your mind. Get some space. I know how that gets sometimes. Hopefully, all you guys are good, man. I'm still praying for y'all. Keep positive thoughts. We're going to get through this uh, pandemic sooner rather than later. And hopefully, all you guys are just straight out there, man. But with that being said, so with the college basketball season being cut short, you know, every year after the season, it's either kids are transferring or kids are announcing their um, intentions to enter the draft. And so it's that time of the year. And so I got to talk about players that are going to put their name into the NBA draft. And that means they're going to test the waters. And that means pretty much they're not going to fully commit to the NBA draft, but they want to go. They want to work out with teams, get some feedback, see what they need to work on and stuff like that. And then they'll decide if they want to keep their name in the draft or if they want to withdraw and you know go back to school. And so today I got a couple players that are going to test the waters, and both of them are, let's just say, crucial pieces if they do come back and play college basketball next season. So let's just get right into it. So the first one is a guy I actually talked about a couple days ago. He plays for my team, the Michigan State Spartans, and he goes by the name of Xavier Tillman Sr. He averaged, this past season, he averaged 13.7 points per game, 10.3 rebounds per game, three assists per game, almost 2.1 blocks per game, and one-point steals per game. Xavier Tillman is a beast. The other day I compared him to Montrez Harrell, and he's just like that. He's 6'8", a little bit uh, short for a, a power forward, but he makes up for it with his hustle, his work ethic, all that type of stuff. He's a really, really good defensive player. He's really, really, he's a really good passer for his size and his body. Um, can really score in the lane. Um, shot is there. The mechanics are there. The fundamentals are there with his jumper, but it just has not been falling the way he would like it to. I think he can really improve on that, and that would really take him to a whole nother level when it comes to his development. But nonetheless, the way he plays, the physicality that he plays with, his communication on the court, he's a really, really good player. And I would not be mad if he decided to keep his name in the, in, the, in the NBA draft because he's that good of a player. Xavier Tillman has worked his butt off ever since he got to Michigan State. He was, he's, from, he's originally from Grand Rapids. He went to Grand Rapids Christian High School. Um, first couple seasons, he... He played. Uh, he played a little bit. He played a little bit his freshman year. Played definitely played a little bit more his sophomore year. His junior year, which was his past year, he really took a leap as being a big time player. He was a Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year. He made the All Big Ten Second Team. He is an elite player, and honestly, I would not be shocked if he kept his name in the draft just because he just had the birth of his second child, Xavier Tillman Jr. Um, and so you know, with that type of stuff, it's just like you want to go and support your family. Like as a Michigan State fan. I want to X to do what's best for him. Like I, I would love for him to come back because if he did come back, I could definitely see us being a final four contender next year. And I think if we lose him, I think we're not as good just because you cannot replace that type of production that Xavier Tillman senior brings to a team. But the human side of me, the African-American side of me telling him, like, I want to see all my brothers get money. I want to see them all win. And I just want to see Xavier Tillman do what's best for Xavier Tillman senior. Like I think honestly, at this point in time, they're saying I believe he'd be a late first round pick or early second round pick. So honestly, I think 
you know, again, I don't really know. I think he, another year could do him some justice. But at the same time, I think this NBA draft is kind of just top heavy. It's a lot of good players going into the draft. But I think for the most part, it's really top heavy from Obi Toppin, who announced today that he's going to the draft. LaMelo Ball, James Wiseman. Of course, you got Anthony Edwards. So you got a lot of really good players at the top. But after that, it's kind of like, Everybody's just fighting for their own spot. And so I think Xavier Tillman, you know, sadly with the coronavirus, though, you're not going to be able to get workouts and stuff like that. So pretty much, you know, scouts and coaches and GMs are just basing all this stuff off scouting and film. So it's kind of like you can't really get to see these players in person. So that might either that could either hinder or help Xavier Tillman Sr. We'll see. But again, I just want him to do what's best for him, whatever he feels like is the right move for him and his family. If he does leave Michigan State and this, this was last year, this past season, I can't be mad at him. He's the all-time leader in, for MSU in block shots. Um, he's just a hell of a player that got better each and every single season. He put the work in. He lost a lot of body fat when he came to MSU. He, was a, he wasn't fat, but he was definitely chubby, and he lost all that weight. He shredded it. He was one of the best players, not even just on the court, but off the court. He was on an academic uh, All-American team, I believe. And all around, he's just a really good dude. Xavier Tillman Sr. is the perfect college a student athlete the perfect student athlete because he just embodies everything man and what he's done for us at Michigan State is irreplaceable we thank him for everything he's also every single year that he was at Michigan State he won a Big Ten regular season championship his freshman year his sophomore year and his junior year he all all three years he's won a Big Ten regular season championship so you got to give him that and I believe he also has one Big Ten tournament um championship too so and he has a Final Four appearance. So his resume is really good. Again, he will go – if he does stay in the NBA draft this year, he's going to be a really good player for a good team because he, his motor, his production, his work ethic, he's really good at setting screens and rolling. Um, again, the only thing is just a jump shot. And I think his jump shot, he just needs to keep getting in reps and reps and reps with that. Repetition will get him exactly where he wants to be with his jump shot. But I think, again, another player, really, really good. Wish him all the best. We'll see what he does. Um, I don't know the withdrawal uh, deadline, so we'll see how that works out. I don't know if it's going to be um, impacted by the coronavirus or not, but we'll see. Um, but, you know, I'll keep my hopes up for him to come back. Honestly, I think it's a, it's I, I'm, I'm like 50-50 right now. I don't really know if he's going to come back or not. But, again, I just hope he does the best for Xavier Tillman Sr. So that's the first guy. The second guy is a dude who goes by the name of Jay Scrub. Now, Jay Scrub was the number one JUCO prospect in all of the country this past season. He's a 6'6 shooting guard. He's originally from Louisville, Kentucky. He went to Trinity High School, which is the same high school that uh, produced David Johnson, who was the point guard for Louisville this past season, at freshman, a freshman. And, again, he was the number one JUCO prospect in the nation. I have no clue why he ended up going JUCO. I don't know if it was that he was overlooked. I don't know if he had bad grades. I don't know if he got into trouble. Hopefully, you know, it was neither of those last two and just the first one, but... He did go to John Logan Junior College, where he averaged 20.2 points per game, shooting 54% from the field, 46% from the three-point line, 8.9 rebounds per game, and 1.5 assists per game. Jay Scrub, honestly, is an NBA-level talent. And he actually didn't uh, decide today that he was going to be putting his name into the NBA draft, but he's just going to be testing the waters just like Xavier Tillman Sr. will be doing. So he's not all the way in the NBA draft, but he has definitely put his name in there for people to take notice. And look, this was a guy who committed to Louisville on November 13th of last year, 2019. 
And a lot of people were saying, like, okay, he's not going to Louisville. Like, he's going to go pro. And he was really considering going pro before he committed to Louisville. And now it seems like he's still considering it. And honestly, again, the way this draft is going, I was very top-heavy with LaMelo Ball, James Wiseman, Anthony Edwards, Obi Toppin, Onyeko Kongo, and a couple other players. Jay Scrub can really, really build his stock even higher. Like, this dude is a left-handed, physically, he's a physically gifted athlete. Like, his bounce is insane. He has crazy bounce really really good at getting his shot off whenever he has really good shot um creation whether it's the step back whether it's a one dribble pull up whatever jay scrub is a bucket getter i remember watching his highlights and this dude is just phenomenal he's a really good at finishing around the basket just a super super really good athlete defensively he's quick on his feet um his first step on the on offense is just lightning fast it's hard to keep up with um and he's just overall a really really talented player like he was gonna he's one of those few juco players that was really gonna go to the next level which was the acc and louisville basketball and take them to a whole different level because you know usually juco players when they coming out of juco and go to a d1 school it's usually like a mid-major school it's never like the big time schools and that's not i'm not hating on players or anything like that i'm just stating the facts and he was gonna be a juco player that got to louisville and was more than likely going to be their number one option next year. And that's saying a lot. That's showing you exactly how good that Jay Scrub is. And honestly, again, you know, a lot of people have already been telling him that he should just go into the NBA draft. And now with him being in the NBA draft and putting his name into the NBA draft, I honestly think he's going to stay. And honestly, that's going to hurt Louisville a lot. I'm going to tell you why. Because Louisville, for one, they're losing a lot of talent from this past year's team. They're going to lose... Lamar Fresh Kimball, who was a grad transfer. They're going to lose Darius Perry, who was a junior, but he decided to transfer. He announced that a couple days ago. They're going to lose um, Stephen Enoch, who was a senior. They're going to lose um, Dwayne Sutton, who was a senior. Ryan McMahon was a senior. And more than likely, they're going to end up losing their number one scorer in Jordan War because I believe he's a junior too, but I think he's ready for the NBA draft, no doubt in my mind about it. So if they don't get Jay Scrub next season, Chris Mack and his staff are going to have a lot to do like they're gonna have a lot of work to do because they're gonna have to rely mostly on um on lower classmen from Jalen Withers who barely played this year um Malik Williams he's a senior so he'll have him but he'll have Samuel Williamson back sophomore Quinn Slazinski will be a true uh redshirt freshman excuse me David Johnson or no Quinn Slazinski might be a sophomore but I think he played a little bit he was supposed to redshirt but I think he did play a little bit this year David Johnson, who was probably the best freshman this past season that got the most consistent minutes, will be back for sure. Josh Nickelberry will enter the fold. He'll get much more playing time next season at the point guard slash shooting guard position. And they'll have the Irish Hulk back for his sophomore year and Aiden Iggyon. He should be a really good player too. So they have the talent, but at the same time, they don't necessarily have a lot of experience. So hopefully Chris Mack can go out and get another grad transfer point guard or something like that because that's what he's done for the past two seasons with Lamar Fresh Kimball and um. I believe the other one was Kristen Cunningham. So they're going to have to look at um, some options there if Jay Scrub does decide to keep his name in the NBA draft. If he comes back, Louisville's going to be a top 10 team. Like, that's just how I feel about them. He's that good of a player. He's one of those generational type of talents. And that's why I'm concerned. Like, he might just stay in the NBA draft because NBA scouts and GMs and, and coaches and all that type of stuff and personnel – they're going to tell Jay Scrub that he's good enough to stay in the NBA job because he's been good enough. He's been an NBA player for like the past, like, I think year now, to be honest with you. Like, he's been killing at the Juco level. And I know a lot of people were saying, oh, he only played junior college. Forget all that. Junior college or not, junior college actually is a very, very competitive place to play at because it's a lot of people that are trying to prove their worth. Every night is a grind at the junior college level. 
and Jay Scrub proved that he was one of the best players and the best players in all the uh, junior college basketball. So I think it's a chance. I think it's a slight chance that he comes back. I honestly think it's an 80% chance that he stays, 20% chance that he comes back, just because, again, he's that good of a player. And, again, if he stays, good for him because he's definitely worth it. But if he doesn't, uh, uh, for Louisville's case, it's going to hurt a lot. But, again, Jay Scrub is good enough to enter the draft. He is elite. He's a big-time prospect. A lot of teams would love to have a scoring point guard like that. Trust me, he is the goods. So that's that. Moving on, though. Before I get y'all out of here, the last player I got to talk about is actually a grad transfer who announced his uh, decision yesterday. Goes by the name of Patrick Tate. Now, Patrick Tate is a 6'10 power forward. Um, he's from Charlotte, North Carolina. He attended Columbia University, of course, in the Ivy League, um, where he played there for three seasons. He didn't play this past season. I don't know why. I didn't see. I don't know if he was hurt or I don't know if he just sat out. But the previous season, in the 2018-2019 season, he averaged 11.3 points per game, almost six rebounds per game, uh, 1.4 assists per game, one steal per game, and 1.3 blocks per game. Patrick Tate, I like this guy a lot, and I'm going to tell you guys why. I didn't watch him a lot, but I got a chance to. And not not a lot, but I watched a, a little bit of him. And he's a really good power forward. Doesn't really have a, a three-point jump shot, but he can definitely shoot the mid-range. He's a really, really good passer at 6'10". He's really good at the dribble handoffs, at picking rolls, picking pops. He's really good at just finding the open man in any type of offensive system. I like his game a lot, to be honest with you. And he's a really, really good in the post. He has a drop-step spin move that is damn near unguardable because a lot of people cannot guard it. Um, really good at finishing with either hand, whether it's his right or left hand. He's very ambidextrous when it comes to him being in the lane. I like his game a lot. And so... He announced yesterday that he is going to be attending Duke University and playing under Coach K in the Duke Blue Devils. And I think this is a really, really good pickup. But also at the same time, I think this is showing that Coach K really, really has evaluated his roster and he knows that he needed some help because they did have or they do have one of the top ranked recruiting classes, of course, at Duke. And this is a really good recruiting class that they got. It consists of um, Jeremy Roach, DJ Stewart, Jalen Johnson, Jamin Brakefield, Henry Coleman, and Mark Williams. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six guys that I just named right there. A really, really big-time recruiting class for Coach K. But at the same time, I always say one of my models about college basketball, experience wins you games. And Coach K realized he's not going to have a lot of experience back because, again, they're going to lose Javin Delurier. More than likely, they're going to lose Vernon Carey. They're probably going to lose Cassius Stanley. Uh, Alex O'Connell just announced that he was going to transfer. So the only players that they might have coming back for, or I know uh, Jordan Goldwire is for sure going to be back. Joey Baker should definitely be back. It sounds like Matthew Hurt is going to be back, even though it sounds like he might have he might have uh, put his name in the transfer portal. It sounds like he's going to come back. So they're still going to be very young. And so getting a grad transfer player is really essential because, again, they're experienced players. They've been through the fire. They've played through big-time games. And I think Patrick Tape is going to give them a lot more depth in the front court because they were also lacking that, too, because Mark Williams, who is a 7-foot center out of Virginia who currently just played his last season at IMG Academy in Florida, he's good. He's 7-foot. He doesn't really have a lot of offensive skill, but he's also kind of frail. I think the, the Duke um, weight room and conditioning system is going to help him out a lot. But at the same time, he's not really good offensively. He can definitely, he's definitely getting better, but he's not where he needs to be just yet. And I think him being a, a young freshman center, playing alongside another 6'10 player like Patrick Tape is going to do him a lot of justice because that's a veteran player that can really help you out and teach you the ropes. And again, of course, they're both going to be new to the Duke system, but 
Patrick Tape is used to college basketball, and that's always a key thing, too. So I think Coach K realized, like, we need some experience and we need some depth on our front court, and Patrick Tape is definitely going to, you know, he fills both of those boxes when it comes to that. So that's a really good pickup for Coach K and company. They're going to have a really, really good season. Um, Again, I think Cassius Stanley is iffy, but I do think he'll end up leaving. Vernon Carey more than likely will end up leaving, and so I think they'll just have a couple players back from last year's team, but they're going to be deep, too. I think that's the scary thing about Duke. Even though depth is very overrated, Duke is going to have about 11 players that they can play. And that's why I'm, I'm kind of concerned that Coach K might have over-recruited just a little bit. But we'll see. I think, you know, some some freshmen that are really going to stand out. I think Jamin Brakefield is going to be really good. I think DJ Stewart is going to be really good. I think Jeremy Roach is going to be really good. But I just think they have a lot of players. It's going to be a lot of players on that Duke bench next season that aren't going to get a lot of playing time just because they have so much depth. But forgetting that... Patrick Tape is a really good player. He's going to come in and contribute from day one. He's that type of player. Really, really good player, man. But with that being said, though, as always, check out Nuts and Bolts Sports. I'm a college basketball writer for them, but they have a whole bunch of other really good writers and journalists on their team. That is at Nuts and Bolts Sports SP on Twitter. I'm also on their podcast network alongside a whole bunch of other really, really great podcasts and a whole bunch of other great content creators. So go check that out again. That is Nuts and Bolts Sports. That is at Nuts and Bolts Sports SP on Twitter, man. As always, it's been another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast. Please like, comment, subscribe, rate, review, and share. And if you listen to my podcast on Apple Podcasts, please leave a rate and review. That is how we share, grow, and expand the podcast. You guys be safe out there. I'm praying for you guys hard. Um, stay, stay quarantined. Stay out the way. Continue to social distance yourself. And just be smart about this thing. Again, we will get through this together. This pandemic will not last too much longer, man. Let's just keep pushing and keep grinding. But as always, peace, love, and blessings gone.